So normally, uh, this is not like a traditional podcast thing for me because I normally don't talk much about like adult animated shows that get a movie. I, I've seen the Simpsons movie and I think it's a good movie. Honestly, like I've still rewatched it after all these years and I still think it's funny and fresh. Family Guy has gotten, I guess, those Star Wars specials, if you want to go as far as to say those things are movies, because they're... Like that DVD... Yeah, they're direct-to-DVD movies, but I guess they count. Um, Some adult animated shows, you know, they get, like, hour-long TV specials normally or something like that. Like, a lot of them don't get theatrical movies much anymore, which is kind of a shame, because, you know, like, I I know Family Guy sucks now. It's terrible. Like, same with The Simpsons. Both of them have passed their prime. But, like, it's understandable why those would get movies there's a show that both me and brian have seen limited episodes of basically and it's called bob's burgers now bob's burgers is very much like a show that's supposed to speak to like our generation for some reason because it's very quirky it's very dry humor it's kind of you know like you know that introverted like oh modernization kind of humor thing and i get it like i get that's a market right now but like I've never been a huge fan of that style of, like, comedy. I've never really liked shows that are like that. Like, I either like shows that are a little bit edgier, obviously. That's why, you know, I grew up watching, like, Old Family Guy and as of recent Smiling Friends and stuff like that. You know, that's been more of our bags, I would say, than this. But the interesting thing about Bob's Burgers is I never knew it was so popular that it would warrant greenlighting a whole feature-length movie that is an hour and 42 minutes. Because if you think about, like, the Simpsons movie, which is only an hour and 26 minutes in length, and the SpongeBob movie, which is even shorter, it's like an hour and 19 minutes, like, those movies perfectly fit their runtime and are great the whole time through. But with this one today... We're going to kind of talk about why it's such a mess and why both of us personally did not love this. Okay, so (laughs) uh, we got the pleasure of seeing this in an empty theater. Yep. uh, Just Hayden and I, and we got the pleasure of being able to riff on the movie the whole time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a few comparisons were made. Yeah. The main comparison that mm-hmm. I personally fell in love with uh, was this movie is the Simpsons movie, mm-hmm. the SpongeBob movie, the the first SpongeBob movie, mm-hmm. and a little bit of the Lorax, like the worst parts of all, uh, combined together and then just given the worst fucking plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's very predictable. Yeah, the, it's probably the most predictable movie we've seen. That's true. Uh, I think. I don't know, maybe a couple of light chuckles. I, I didn't laugh at a joke. <laughs> I, you laughed at... No, you laughed at, like, the things that weren't meant to be funny. Yes, basically. Yeah. Um, the movie broke me by the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started laughing at barely a joke. Um, yeah, it's not a good movie. No. Um, if you want a plot of it, basically, it's uh, a single form... What plot? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll try to piece together the plot, in quotation. So, like, a sinkhole forms outside Bob's restaurant, and they are not only late on bank payments for their equipment in the restaurant, but they also do not have the money to pay off their apartment. And in this sinkhole, uh, the daughter who's... And I'm just going to say right off the bat, I don't know many of the kids' names besides, like, Bob and Linda are the only two, like, I could name. But yeah. the daughter... 
daughter falls into the hole and discovers a dead body, which unravels this whole plotline that their landlord might be a murderer. But meanwhile, Bob and Linda and this guy with a really annoying voice are trying to sell burgers to save the restaurant on the pier, like not legally. And, and then the the kids are all going through this murder thing. And then I, I think Tina was the oldest one's name has like a romance thing that she's going through. And then the other daughter whose name I can't remember, the one that fell into the sinkhole has like a trying to be brave thing. And then the son with the really annoying fucking voice is like a, a musician. I, this whole fucking thing has no plot. That is the biggest issue yeah. with it. Uh, I, at one point during the movie, I told Hayden not to, not to steal a quote from Rich Evans. <laughs> Uh, but do you remember Vine? <laughs> That's kind of what it is. Yeah. This movie is like seven second clips. <laughs> yes. It, it's so like, okay. It's, it's like they had a pitch meeting for like, I don't know, 17 different episodes. And they were like, okay, so there's not enough in each of these, ep- in each of these pitches for each of these episodes to, uh, make like a full length episode. So why don't we just combine all of it into one big movie with, uh, the stiffest, uh, animation of faces I've ever seen. Yes. And I don't, I don't really know what happened to the, uh, animation of the bodies, but first, I don't know if the show's like this, but it got like really annoying with some of like the rubber hoseness of it because they were so squishy mm-hmm. and i don't like it <laughs> no um one thing that i gotta point out right off the bat is when you compare this to the other fox movie that came out in the simpsons the simpsons right out of the gate is like fun fresh the entire yes. time because it builds towards this absurd plot line of Springfield having so much toxic waste in its water to where literally a dome has to be put over them yes. and the government is considering just blowing up the fucking town, mm-hmm. which is why the Simpsons have to go on this whole plot line basically to save Springfield. And yes. even though they kind of went through like a sandbox, which was still goofy, but like it was funny because yes. of the absurdity of the premise and like there were stakes to it. Like the stakes was Springfield was going to be off the fucking map. So they're not, not be the Simpsons anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, like I'm sure family guy would have like a similar, plot line like the star wars ones are just riffing pretty much on let's star not wars say for sure let's not say for sure but i'm sure maybe family guy you know there's a possibility with seth mcfarlane because he's more of a genius with that stuff i would argue he's okay. made some movies he's Hayden. made some bad movies but i mean like you know sitcom wise what he's managed to do i don't with know family maybe guy. maybe a family guy movie could be the revival of family guy. it could be i mean if he had full control Maybe. 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 Uh, um, but, like, with this, the yeah. stakes to it are just Bob would lose his restaurant and... Which, I, you know, that's pretty... I don't, I don't know what the fucking word is. That's pretty, like, important to the show because it is Bob's burgers. Yeah, pretty much. But why do they just kind of not talk about it for so long? That's true. They don't. And that's another thing. Like, the entire Simpsons movie, it's like, my God, Springfield's going to be blown up. We cut back to the citizens. And, like, we're yeah. watching life unravel and them going through, like, their little Mad Max arc and everything. And we cut, and, yeah, and, you know, the Simpsons are having to deal with being pushed out of their town because mm-hmm. they're the technically the reason. Yeah. And uh, Homer has to deal with finding out that his family doesn't love him. Yeah. And it's like, there's stakes. This movie has no stakes. Yeah, there's a good father son thing with Bart and Homer in that too, to where it kind of becomes we got like our an under- dome moment. Yeah, and we got a dome moment in this movie yes. too, which we'll yeah get to in a minute. We we've coined a new term. Yeah, the dome moment because the Simpsons, Bart and Homer, they have the whole uh, trying to reconnect because Bart loves Ned Flanders like, <laughs> now. 
as a father figure. Yeah, as a father figure. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, the whole movie, Homer's trying to reconnect with his son, call, keeps calling Flanders stupid Flanders and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and by the end of the movie, they save Springfield yeah. together. And that's, like, the reconnecting. This movie, Bob's Burgers, has a dome moment. <laughs> but... It was dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It was dumb. Uh, it, it was dumb. But, you see, the thing with the Simpsons movie also is, like, the stakes to it, like we talked about, or, like, higher and stuff. And the villain was more fun. Way more fun. It was fun. the government. It was literally I, yeah. the government. Russ Cargale, and I forget the Epa. voice actor that plays him. Yeah, and it's the EPA organization. Like, it's fun because this guy's maniacal and just wants to destroy Springfield because it's basically a shithole in his eyes, which is yeah. kind of funny. In this, the villain is, I assume, a character that reoccurs in the show. He's like the lawyer of the landlord that owns the he's, city block, he's basically. the cousin slash lawyer yeah. of the landlord. And his entire plot line and like the whole reason he became a villain is like he had an argument with a carney shot him cotton de- candy cotton Annie. candy and he shot him dead buried him in a pile of dirt thinking oh they'll just discover the carney's body <laughs> and this is where it gets fucking stupid so one of the workers picks up the dirt and buried it six years earlier under the fucking street of where bob's restaurant is now mind you this doesn't make any fucking sense because bob's burgers has been out longer than this bob's burgers has been going on since 2011 yeah and i get it there's probably no definite like oh this takes place in this year or anything yeah but it makes no sense that the the the, 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 the dead guy that was killed six years ago would be buried underneath this road with buildings right beside the road that have been there for presumably decades because there's a lot of them so why would they be able to just bury this here and uh pave a whole new road and just have an entire infrastructure built on top of and around it yeah and so when this body is discovered you know, at first the kids think, oh, well, it, it's got to be, like, the, the other cousin that's voiced by Zach Galifianakis in it, basically. And they're like, oh, it has to be oh, him. Yeah. And, oh, it makes sense. He's trying to flee the country and stuff. And then when it turns out to be this lawyer guy, you know, his plan to subdue or just get rid of them is, okay, I'm going to lock my cousins in a submarine underwater. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, they could just open the hatch and float up, honest to God, because they weren't that deep underwater, like, all things considered. And then for Linda and the kids, he literally kind of had no plan, besides when they escaped into this clam car and got into a really comedically bad chase. And then they were pushed into a hole, and dirt from a lobster car was pushed on them. Yeah, the dirt that was supposed to refill the big hole that formed in front of their house. Uh... <laughs> uh... It. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he uses this tiny car, which couldn't move in fucking sand. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uses this tiny lobster car to push all that dirt in. And uh, the dirt level, it just, for like a whole like two minutes, just did not rise. Nope. It didn't rise. Yeah. The, the fucking drinks. Yeah. The drink levels never go down. Yeah. Mm. There's anima- so much wrong with Yeah, I get, like, people will argue, like, oh, well, the animation's a lot better than the show. Yes. No. E- every, <laughs> like, every big budget movie usually, or, like, that's based on a show or a property will get a higher budget. But sometimes they'll cut corners with I, that budget. I, I, I should mention, mm-hmm. um, we don't def- definitively know what the budget for this movie was. But it's reported at $60 million, which... Yep. 
uh, I think I read that the Simpsons movie was about seven was given about a seventy five million budget, which, which would make you know, sense because that's been long. You gotta kind of adjust for a little bit of inflation, just because you know that was two thousand seven. Yeah, and there's been at least one stock market crash. Yeah, since then. That's so, true. Um, you know, you could adjust for a little bit of inflation, but still, it's like I expect better instead of just oh, we added some shading to the to the to the models. We added some shading. Now it's a animated movie based yeah. on an adult. Like animated. we don't know what the budget of the SpongeBob movie is, but it's presumably. Oh, I can check. Yeah, he'll check. But it's presumably a lot higher than what the show was, obviously, because like that SpongeBob movie, the animation compared to like the first three seasons that came out is freaking incredible. Like it looks a lot better. Mm-hmm. It's clear that they had more fun with their higher budget. They made it kind of more animated and fun. Obviously, they were able to blend in live action moments. O'Brien has the budget. SpongeBob. Now. The original SpongeBob movie had a budget of thirty million. Okay, just for inflation, but still, like that's impressive. Two thousand four, though. Yeah, and so they, it's not either really going to be that much of a change. No, but that's still pretty incredible because they integrated live action moments in it too, and they changed some of the animation styles at times, and it, it was awesome. Like they that, had a much more difficult task with the SpongeBob movie. Yes, more difficult task to translate a character that you know in live action would look ridiculous, and they did. They did it yes. really well, and like sure there was a sequel made, which people have argued is not great, and like that we the don't have to talk about those. Sequel had a budget of about sixty million, I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah, which is what I think I read, and that had you know CG animation. Yes, which yes, and I get it. Uh, you could obviously, uh, say that, you know, maybe the animators were underpaid for this movie and it's possible and they were, I'm going to assume that they were probably not treated well, but I'm not going to say for certain, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's still bad. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's almost kind of frustrating that this has like, you know, like I know Rotten Tomatoes sucks, but it has a certified fresh of like 86%. Yeah. The Simpsons I, has an 87% certified fresh, but SpongeBob is in the, I think in the 60s, which is what always blew my mind is the original does not have a high Rotten Tomatoes score. And I get it. Like the reviews at 2004 were probably not high for something like SpongeBob, yeah. but and now. could be speaking from nostalgia, mm, but. But still, still like a good movie. that movie is still good to many of us. And yeah. it's because of the way it played with animations, because it had a story with stakes. Like Bikini Bottom literally is being taken over by Plankton, one of the series main antagonists. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. The SpongeBob movie had a singular fucking plot. That too. Same, you could argue with uh, the Simpsons, the Simpsons movie. movie. Singular plot line. Are, there's there's a few know, subplots, a few to, but yeah, like but a singular like, plot line. There's the main, and then this movie. Yeah, technically it has a main plot, but it's like seventeen plots. Like I said, yeah, all wrapped into in, one. In one. And by the ending, you know, if you're a fan of the show, I get it. You'll love this because you're like, oh, it, just, it feels like the show. And I've only seen like five to six Bob's Burgers episodes in my life. Yeah, They're fine. I like. I think I never laughed much at any of them because, again, the show is just not, not for me. Not my kind of show. Not my kind of humor like we talked about at the beginning. But just like it's absurd to me that this over at Fox, and I guess Disney owns them now, this over at Fox Disney was – popular enough and worthy enough to get a movie before like other Fox animated shows that came before it. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. Like we said, family guys kind of passed its prime. It's kind of shit now, but like, you know, why would that not get a movie before this yes. or something like that? And the Simpsons is past its prime too, but why would Disney not consider making another Simpsons movie before this? So I mm-hmm. think that's kind of where I'm at a crossroads. And this is where I want to kind of plead my case here a little bit. If I'm the Disney company with Fox, I would just cancel all three shows. Now, the reason I say this is because think about it. All three have kind of passed their prime. With Bob's Burgers, we see, like, it, it's not going to be for everyone, and the animation is not great either. 
we're seeing a resurgence of like internet humor kind of animation like mm-hmm. with smiling friends and stuff like that yeah. and uh, adult swim is greenlit a Pe- lot of great shows people want more you know shows that have a more like original design yes. of shows that have a lot of similar-ish designs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, The Simpsons and Family Guy and Bob's Burgers, the art is different, but yeah. there's still kind of along the there, similar line. There is a show that is from the people that did Bob's Burgers that is on Apple Plus that takes place in New York. Same animation style as Bob's Burgers. So this is definitely a formula now <laughs> for TV yeah. shows. Um, but that's kind of my whole thing. It's like, if I were the executives at Disney Fox, I would just cancel all three of these shows that are iconic to the Fox brand and just you know, make more original, fun, greenlit stuff, kind of like a Smiling Friends or like Venture Bros was great for so many years. Like, you know, one thing I, I you know, kind of love, hate about Adult Swim is they do greenlight most things. Some of it's garbage, yep. some of it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And they at least are taking risks because like as a cable company, primarily they need to do that to stay afloat. And but, they're owned by Turner. Yeah, and they're owned by Turner. <laughs> but now that Disney technically owns Fox, they may not care, which is why they may be greenlit this Bob's Burgers thing. They're like, eh, you know, it's the Fox division. I guess we'll just throw them a bone. But, like, if I was Disney Fox, i just consider canceling all three. I know people would be like, oh, Simpsons is iconic and so is Family Guy. But, really, are you watching the modern seasons? They suck. Fucking uh, liberals getting our show canceled <laughs> because it's too edgy. Yeah, I could see that argument, too. But, like, that's the whole thing. This movie, I can't even give a rating because I don't feel it'd be fair. Because, honest to God, like, I'm not a fan of the show. And I understand that, but you know, like if you want me to be cynical, it's sitting at like a three, two out of 10, if I had to judge it as a movie, but like, I don't want to give it that score because like, I've never seen the show all the way through. I'm not a fan of the show and you know, it wouldn't be fair, but at the same time, like if you want to score out of me, it's like a two to three out of 10 because nothing in this movie impressed me. You know what we didn't touch on? What's that? This movie's a musical. Oh, that too. Now, and I don't know if Bob's Burgers is a musical. I no. I, not that I recall. Okay. And maybe there's musical moments in it. I don't know. But, like... I mean, every show eventually has some Yeah, Simpsons moments. now Simpsons, does a lot of music, which is odd. But. Yeah, this like, back back in the... The monorail song on The Simpsons That's back true. in the day, yeah. man. Uh, but I, I, I'm doubtful that Bob's Burgers is, uh, you know, a musical show because... Look at it. <laughs> uh, but this movie, all of the musical, like, sequences... Uh, they weren't songs. No, they weren't songs. No. It was it was it was like people, mono, mono, having monotone voices. I can't fucking speak today. That's fine. Uh, ha- you know, speaking in monotone voices and just over top of some instrumental. It it it, it barely qualifies as a song, and we had a few of those interspersed. We had, I think, seven minutes apart. We had two. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it was, it was fucking trash. I, I, I was not a fan of any of the characters. Uh, it was a very boring, boring movie. Oh yeah, I checked my phone a shit ton. Yes. I, I would frequently hold my watch up and be like, hey, check this. And it would be like five minutes later. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't like this movie. I don't think anyone should watch it. I don't think anyone should support it because maybe that'll help them wise up and realize, hey, we need to, you know, greenlight some better shit. Yeah, and I get if you're a fan of the show listening to this and you're like, what the fuck? You haven't even seen the show. Like, I get that, you know? Like, that's fair. Like, we, it's not for us. Like we said, like, go watch it if you're a fan of the show. I understand. But, like, if you're somebody that saw a trailer for it that's never seen the show, avoid this, please. Every fucking time the trailer would come on, I would be like, what is it? What the fuck is this? And then it would be, and I was like, oh. 
Yeah, it, it kind of became like the Free Guy trailer for me, where Free Guy was so fucking constant during the pandemic, I got almost annoyed by it. See, for me, every time the trailer would start, I was like, are we watching a fucking advertisement for, like, McDonald's or something? <laughs> Even though, you know, the guy goes, oh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, this movie's trash. Uh, I would say it's like a, a sitting at a two close to a one. That That is that is honestly pretty fair. Yeah. So the reason we did this podcast, because I know some people will be like, well, there's so many fun, you could talk about Top Gun Maverick or some shit, but like, we, we flipped can't, a coin. Yeah, we flipped a coin for this because I have already seen Top Gun and I was like, well, if Brian doesn't want to see it, you know, let's just put it to a coin flip because you were on the fence about this or Top Gun. We're like, let's just yeah. put it to a coin. Fuck that coin. It's no longer in this car. We're going to throw it out. Yeah. Bad luck with that coin. But yeah. anyways... Yeah, this is not a traditional podcast, like I said. We usually only do these if we want to rant about something that just frustrated <laughs> us. <laughs> oh, just, just wait. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> there's another movie coming out soon. I'm sure there will be a much longer podcast than this. Um, yeah. We're not going to spoil it, but it's for the people that we know, already kind of know it's coming, you're going to love it. That's all yes. we'll say. Anyone who has seen me talk in a Discord server lately will know. Yeah. But that being said, that is all we have to say about Bob's Burgers. Um, like I said, I don't know what I'll be talking about in the future. It could be until that fucking fateful movie comes out that me and Brian see. Fateful day. Yeah, but you know, we just wanted to touch on this because this is another like Brian Hayden Rance thing. I know the last rant I had was Ambulance, obviously, but <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a whole different story, and you can go listen the movie to that, that one. People are- uh, some people have defended God. Um, but yeah, anyways, wanted to touch on this. Thank you guys for listening. Let's we'll fucking see you next time.